It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. This is the best wrestling podcast talking about the best wrestling show with the best wrestling hosts out there. I'm Glenn, joined by Issa. And tonight we're going to talk about NXT. Heck of an entertaining show tonight. So good. So, so, so much good. fun. I cannot wait to talk about a couple of things. I, I, there was points in this show in which I was in tears, Glenn. Yeah, they, Not man, if this was your first episode of NXT, like, this was just a showcase for how fun and random and how they can just pull off great stuff in the ring and out of it. I was worried by the time we got done with the entrances we saw and they got to that woman's battle royal for the number one contender, I was like, oh, this is going to be kind of short. And then, no, we had the overrun, right. the fatal four-way absolutely slapped uh, that it turned into at the end. So there good. was a lot of good stuff. So good. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. The tag matches were good in the Dusty Classic. Um, a little predictable, but we still got bangers out of them. And some fun surprises tonight. Some stuff I didn't think was going to happen. Um, yeah. Uh, so that we thought was going to happen didn't happen. It was interesting. Do we have any news? Is there anything going on? Uh, I know uh, Cora Jade uh, that they talked about tonight uh, was injured over the weekend, going to be out for perhaps up to a year with a torn ACL, which torn oh ACL. God. she just came back. I'm actually heartbroken for her. I wish her a fast recovery. This torn ACL bug going on in the women's division of NXT. Yeah. What is happening? Like it's, it, it keeps to be a thing. I also heard about Seth, but nothing has really been confirmed. But out of last night's episode of Raw, there was um, there was some news that he might be injured on his on one of his knees. I kind of caught it at the end of the show, but allegedly he's to get an MRI, so we still don't know how bad it is or if it's something minor. But that will be a big blow for a set Rollins to go down with a major injury during this time of the year, which is what I call the wrestling playoffs, like Royal Rumble season, yeah. is what starts everything up to. WrestleMania. So we'll see, but sending all my prayers and, and fast recovery wishes to Cora Jade and hopefully there's nothing uh, wrong with said, but we'll see. Absolutely. And I'll tell you this year, um, pretty much it's been, you know, normally we're at a simmer going into the Royal Rumble. It's been at a boil since CM Punk came back. Um, we've been in WrestleMania very, season. Wrestling is very hot right now. And uh, the, the thing that I like about it right now is that if we if we have to go through an injury, they have a lot of people that are main event players that can step up, and that's always awesome too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like if somebody needs to take some time off, there was a period of time there a couple of years ago where you were like, well, who's gonna step up? Now there's plenty of people that that can step up if that was the case. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Wrestling feels hot right now. This is probably a very terrible time to get injured. Yeah, no, I hope everyone's okay. Uh, sad for Cora. I hope Seth is all right. We did not see Nikita Lyons in that battle world tonight. Now, uh, we also didn't I see Jason my Jane. I got a Nikita t-shirt. I had it ready to go, put it on to support my girl, but she was not in the battle royal. I hope, I hope she's, she's okay. Out. Yeah, I know in storyline, they did a spot last week with Blair working the knee. Hopefully, nothing is developed there. She was advertised 
for tonight yeah. originally up until today. But, you know, JC also wasn't in that match. Uh, Tiffany Stratton, who I'm pretty sure is done with NXT and going to be on uh, the main roster come the Royal Rumble. Like, it was interesting. But I think that, you know, the question is, uh, for Vengeance Day, you know, spoiler to the finish tonight, Roxanne Perez versus Lyra Valkyria. It's going to be very interesting to see where that goes. I think I think Cora was going to get that spot. I think that was the original plan. And uh, with Roxanne, it's, I have to say, I mean, I, I think with Cora, it still would have been like, oh, who's going to win? But for Vengeance Day, like, yeah, who knows? And it's interesting that that's going to be a PLE, not a TV special. Right. I thought it was going to be, I, I, yeah. I, 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 I'm shocked that they're doing it the weekend after the rumble, but I also kind of like appreciate it. But you know, since they do stand and deliver at WrestleMania weekend, I thought they should do this one on Royal Rumble weekend, but it seems to be happening the weekend after, which uh, it's okay. Yeah. And, uh, on a but Sunday. I like when the NXT PLEs like fell together on that same weekend. It just, it just feels special. Yeah. And they're doing it on a Sunday. Yeah. I like my PLEs on a Sunday. Do you? I like them on Saturday. Interesting. I think Saturday night, you know. I like my WWE ones on Saturday. Or like the big ones, right? Because if you're going to a mini, you're still going to get it on a Sunday night. But NXT, I'm okay with that being on a Sunday. They're, because their PLEs have been very good with time. They're, they're not long. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Um, so after, after that one, we got uh, Elimination Chamber. And that's going to be a fun one to figure out the times, Glenn. Now, Meltzer and other people pointed out Roman is not booked for that. So if you think uh, Why would that he us, be? I well, gotta tell you this. I didn't say that. I didn't say he was. I, everyone else, I, I think they're like, oh, Australia is going to spend KSA money for The Rock so they can have this match. And The Rock might show up there to hype this match, but this match is not happening. This match is happening at WrestleMania 40. If it happens. Yeah. If, if it happens. Yeah. You're the only person that doesn't think this match is happening. <laughs> you really think I'm going to trust The Rock after mm. he couldn't breathe after one wrestling move the other day? The, I mean, if he's working on it, that's good, right? I, he's going to get smashed by Roman if, if when the match happens, if it happens. I want it to happen, but Glenn, we've had this conversation multiple mm. times. I never set myself up for disappointment, so I'm not going to sit here in my brain True. think that the match is going to happen, and that if it doesn't happen, I will be mad. So I would tell myself it's not happening. And that okay. way, if it doesn't happen, I don't get upset. Okay. See how easy it is to not fantasy book yourself into getting angry at something that nobody has told you is going to happen? So in your world of disappointment, who do you think uh, Roman's facing at WrestleMania then? Man, the match that I always wanted for Roman this WrestleMania, and this isn't because I don't want Cody. It's because I always thought that it would be a better if I could have it my way, it would be a bloodline fatal four-way. Jay, Jimmy, mm. Solo, and Roman. I think that's how it should have ended with, with them. Because the bloodline doesn't feel the same anymore. It hasn't in a long time. So I feel like to put a nice big bow on it, like mm. from all go at it. So in your world of uh, never wanting to be disappointed and always assuming the worst, then shouldn't you always assume Roman is going to lose this match? Roman has never disappointed me, so no, I would not assume that. That's the one person that I, I, as a matter of fact, I get on my knees, Glenn, and I pray. <laughs> I pray to Roman Reigns and Bad Bunny, the two individuals that do not let me down. Okay, everyone else has. Yeah, but you know, I'm just saying, when you need something from me, I feel like I come through. You do come through. You actually have never let me down, Glenn. 
You there just, you go. Should I start praying to you too? Ooh, that would be interesting. <laughs> um, no, Glenn, you're actually up there, MVP. In my, you know, my circle is like this big. You're in the yeah, circle, yeah. Glenn. You're well, in the I circle. I feel you. I feel you. Well, let's talk uh, about NXT now. We opened with Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams versus Anofe and Blade in a first-round match for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. It was as good as it was predictable. Yeah. And I mean that as a compliment. We all knew Trick and Melo were going to move on, but I thought everybody just showed up. They gave this match so much time, and everybody got their moves in. I am I am a big fan of Team uh, Melo and Trick as a tag team. I really like them. This was a good match. I think Anofi and Blade got a chance to show off. I think if... Uh... They were so good. I wish I would get a tag team name that I could pronounce, because I can't pronounce their names. Enofe? Enofe? And Malik Blake? Malik Blake. I can browse that one. Yeah. Okay. It's fine. But I anyways, it. I thought they looked great. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think if Mello and Trick implode, it would be interesting if it happens at Vengeance Day. Oh, if they're they going to implode. implode during their match, allowing the Wolf Dogs to win. And then... Oh, um, so. I cannot wait to talk about the Wolf I Dogs. I know. Wolf, dog, wolf Dogs. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I cannot be... wait to talk to Flovo about more wolves in NXT. Oh, I know he's gonna love it. Yes, uh, so uh, good opening match of the show, Carmelo and Trick winning, kind of predictable. But then we got to hear from Obafemi, our new North American champion, killing it, yeah, killing great. it. Oh my god, they are putting the spotlight on the right person, and he's. Grabbing this opportunity by the horns, Glenn. I thought that he looked great in the breakout tournament. I thought that giving him the title just like that was good. I like that they put him in the North American Championship to give him time to like, you know. But he came out today looking like a star. Absolutely. On the room. The crowd loved him. Like, I was like, they are making a star. And this kid is 22 years old. Like, if this goes right, which I feel like it's going to because he's owning it. Yeah, he has years left to give to entertain us. Yeah, this was really good. But man, Dragon Lee looked pretty thirsty out there, coming out there. Like, he ruined the moment. He not killed. He killed everybody's boner. Like yeah. we're all happy. We got a new champ, and then here comes Dragon Lee to kill the moment. The Who boner I felt was on SmackDown. Yes, Dragon Lee, the boner killer. That that's a good name for a move. That when you wrestle <laughs> Issa, <laughs> that should be killer. that should be that's your finisher. finisher. The boner killer. That. Yeah, <laughs> it's written down. It's written down. Okay. Um, but that's what that's what Dragon Lee music like hit sounded like. I was like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. And that what was that outfit? Was he wearing PJs? And did you <laughs> notice that the uh, like I don't know if it's supposed to be sparkly, but it looked like dandruff. First, normalize wearing PJs in public. That's what I say. Uh, but no, I, I think PJs. I wouldn't be opposed to that. But a lot of them, I probably not. I shouldn't be wearing them in public. Yeah, uh, they're probably not even called PJs. Anyway, sorry. Yes, Oba was great though. Uh, but Dragon Lee wants the open challenge brought back. I like it. You should bring back the open challenge so I can accept the open challenge. <laughs> you know what I really like when like he's like begging him for the chance and this and that, and Oba was like, no. <laughs> I was yeah. like, yes, like let's go. I really, really. I, I didn't mind him, but I really like seeing him come out and speak. And you and I have had conversations throughout the last few weeks about people not being able to own that live in yeah. promo. And he did great tonight. Well, and I got to say, the crowd tonight, I think they took our notes. 
Issa because yeah, the crowd, the crowd tonight was, was phenomenal tonight. I and I didn't see people on their phones. Like the crowd tonight showed up. Yeah, they had a couple of really uh, inventive shares. They were chanting for Ova. They were mm -hmm. chanting the women's and the main event had everybody's attention. I really enjoyed it. And we'll get into that later. But the crowd was really in a good mood tonight. And, and that really can change how a, show's, how a show goes. Yeah, this tonight, the, everybody was firing on all cylinders. I want to say this was like A-level NXT. I would too, but I did think that there was a, a handful of things in there that felt a little filler-ish to me. Sure. But I, I was not bored at right, all agreed. during agreed. the show. Every agreed. segment delivered um, on some level for me. Like this backstage with uh, Trey Bearhill and Eddie Thorpe hanging out and then Dijak coming in and getting into it with Bearhill. Uh, that was exciting. And I, I liked how that built up to was the match. Was it exciting? Yeah, I like seeing it. Uh, honestly, I think um, it's really cool to me that they have two uh, indigenous members of the roster with like making that part of their character identity with Trey and Eddie. And I like that they were able to talk backstage. I guess that was cool when you moment. look at it from that perspective. I mean, it's just, you know, it, yeah, I thought it was really, really well done. And um, I, I like Trey Bearhill's look. He looks, he's got that kind of old school wrestling physique. Um, and I think Eddie Thorpe, I really like Eddie Thorpe. And with Dijak, it's like Dijak and Eddie cannot get away far enough away from each other. Like they're like all like magnets. Well, the hard justice, uh, he's out there. Did they drop that? We haven't heard hard justice in a while. Yeah, I haven't heard that in a while. No, I think somebody like... finally pulled HBK aside and was like, uh, you know what that sounds like, right? <laughs> you got to watch out for Issa's move, the boner killer, because the hard justice <laughs> is going to crumble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we didn't see GM Ava tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, sure. it, was, it was interesting. But we saw JPL. What the heck was up with Why? that? We'll talk about Why that. Why though? Uh, he's just passing through on the way to, uh, you know, uh, collect the rent for one of his condos or many properties in the area. I'm sure. Um, wouldn't that be funny if JBL just bought a bunch of condos to rent out to NXT developmental? To the, yeah, and he gives them deals. But imagine, like he is friends with HBK, so he knows when he gets when they get a raise. So as soon as they get a raise, oh, rent's going up. <laughs> Like that's his gimmick. He raises the rent every time they make a little bit more money. I just want to make this a thousand percent clear. I have no inside knowledge, nothing to confirm this whatsoever. But now, Issa, in my mind, absolutely, JBL is an NXT slumlord. Like, <laughs> finally, try to tell us about this one. Yes, he's using his. Uh... Oh, ooh, yes, that's an interesting angle. But yes, he's yeah. using his inside knowledge to rent out. Uh... Like, oh, condos to NXT talent. These NXT talent, they get a tiny cut from their merch, and JBL will be like, oh, wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that's and the, and the NXT lawyer can uh, take him to court because JBL refuses to fix things that are wrong. Oh, my God. Then they start a union. The NXT yeah. lawyer, <laughs> like, a union. gets a union going. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh one day. One day. We're writing for this show. Um, but uh then we had Lyra and Tatum Paxley. Tatum Paxley stole some of uh, Lyra Valkyria's gear to wear for this match. Did she not give you uh R Truth vibes? Did you see R Truth come out with Judgment Day yesterday? No, I didn't see that. 
So Judgment Day was making their entrance and our truth was just like a few feet behind them the entire time because it's part of Judgment Day, you know. So when she came out dressed like Lyra, it popped me. I, I don't awesome. know what this is about, but I, I popped big for that part. Well, I'm like, are they wearing the same thing? <laughs> it was great. This this is better. Ooh, maybe she ends up interfering in that title match of Vengeance Day. Tatum. You think so? But to cause Lyra or to like help her? I think, well, in wrestling, what we've seen is when you try and help somebody, I'm making air quotes for the audio listeners, when you try and help somebody, sometimes it backfires. Right, right. And cause them the match. Um, yeah, so I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with this. But then before the match, we had Carmelo and Trick backstage, and Dragonoff walked in. Dragonoff's okay. He's alive. He's cleared. Vengeance Day, it's happening. Yeah, Dragonov said, hey, I'm sorry that they will not clear me. And I thought we were going to get an army or something. I was like, calm down. You're going to freaking like yeah. get hurt again. But he told Trick that their match, he knows you've been waiting. I'm sorry I let you down. I think your match will happen in a big stage. And he said, the next PLE. What is it called, Glenn? Because I can't pronounce it. Vengeance Day. Vengeance Day. Vengeance. I got it. Vengeance Day. We're going to face each other. So Trick is not hyped. And Melo is like, what do you mean? Because obviously they make it to the finals, which, spoiler alert, they probably will. Oh, yeah. um, they have to wrestle that day. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting for Trick. We'll see what happens. But then we had uh, Lyra Valkyrie and Tatum Paxley versus Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Yeah, before the drama. Yes. But this was fun. This was a great, and I loved how Paxley stole that pin. Yeah, I mean, she was passed out. Um, she got knocked out literally yes. and fell on top of who did she bring Electra, right? Yeah, fell on top of Electra, and that and it was a three count. I thought it was creative. Yeah, this was a really fun match. Um, but with Tatum and uh, Lyra Valkyria, I think this is going to be interesting to see how this unfolds over the next two weeks and then into Vengeance Day. But this was a fun match, mm -hmm. it was. I have fun watching this. A lot of women featured tonight on the show. You love to see it. Oh my god, yeah, and we'll talk, we'll talk about uh that some more but then we had uh ridge holland versus joe coffee with gallus tonight and uh ridge getting this the win is, this is one of the ones i told you felt a little filling. Yeah, we're, we're gonna just pretend the ridge holland storyline doesn't exist right now. okay but even if we pretend the storyline doesn't exist i just didn't think there was a point for this match yes i mean ridge is trying to redeem himself after the Terrible luck. We can't, can't pretend even... this story doesn't exist if we're going to talk about him redeeming himself. Uh, right? It yeah. was a good match. It was a solid match. It's just, I don't, I just don't feel like Gallus has ever clicked. And I don't yeah. know that this does anything to help him. I don't think they clicked in the past, not even when they were tag team champions. And now this also doesn't do anything. Like, I don't know what you need to do for Gallus because they're so talented. And I see them in the ring and I really I think like I like them. But something about them in this in this the, the like version of NXT has not fully clicked and this just doesn't help the problem is that Gauss is in that brawling brutes viking raiders Bye. slot yeah and um you know that WWE has an affection for that style of hard hitting like right. uh, big guy wrestling but then it's typically booked in poor storylines with weird presentation, it's it's tough. It's a tough slot to right. be in. Uh, you know, it just occurred to me, we didn't see a lot of the usual commercials on NXT tonight. I know. Did you notice I that? I saw that, yeah. No BK Have It Your Way song. 
I don't think Domino's was offering me an emergency pizza. No, there was a lot of Pizza Hut tonight, though. And now they're doing that commercial for that machine that you have to buy, and it's like $300. But oh, you yeah. Have to, you have to cook your own pizza. What? No. Why would I do that, Glenn? I want one. If I decide to just give up um, on life, uh, like I would buy a home pizza kit for the backyard. I started making pizza dough one summer and I found like a really good recipe to make at home. You making, putting like beer in the crust and yeah. we gained like, I gained 30 pounds in pizza. It's just something that you order. If I'm going to like, if I'm going to be like, I'm going to cook a home meal, like pizza is not what comes to mind. To me. You but know what you, I mean? Like it's making it well, it's fun. Okay, your version of fun and my version of fun are way yeah. different. No, no, I'm with you. It's, it's work, and you have to like roll out the dough. And but when I got into doing it with the beer crust, and by the way, find any pizza dough recipe and just add like half a can of like cheap beer to it, and it'll eat the sugar and make it really interesting. Really? Um, yeah, it makes huh. the crust so much more flavorful. Okay, like shocking. Um, but no, I got really into that for like a summer. Well, I'm still not getting that machine. Yeah, I, I want that machine. The machine I want though. Um, they they sell it in India, not in the U.S. There's a machine that makes roti bread, like Indian flatbread. Yeah. And like you just put the flour and water in, and then it does the rest. It spits out the dough and flattens it and cooks it. Like I want that because I just eat roti uh, all the here time. Here in Puerto Rico, we have like panaderias in like every mm. corner, which they make the freshly made bread every day, and like they have the different styles of bread, and you just go yeah. and buy it. So it's like, yeah, I don't think making bread is something that I ever wanted to do, because I can just go down the street and buy it for two bucks, made today. It's too hot. Sometimes, yeah. like, you will send people, this is a true story, you send, like, that, for example, to buy the bread, and then when they come home, like, half of it is gone, because they've been eating it the entire time oh. when they're coming back. As a kid, I think when I first, like, started to gain weight and got heavy, it was like, my allowance would be uh, a dollar. After school, my dad worked at the uh, local synagogue and we would go hang out there. And he'd be like, Here's a dollar's right near a shopping center. And I remember one day it was like, I'm just buying a loaf of freshly made bread. And I just yeah. sat there and ate it. Like, like no, no dipper. I just ate an entire loaf of French bread as like a nine year old child. Like, the, I remember when uh, my nephew's wife came to visit and we were going to like bring some for my mom so we could get sandwiches in the morning. Yeah. Like, the sandwiches we ended up buying two of the bread up because we knew we we're gonna pick out yeah. it on the drive there so we're like let's get one that we won't touch and then one that we can just destroy oh, bread is so good there was an earthquake in puerto rico i didn't feel it i'm very oh, really? bad at feeling earthquake after you live in new york for so long and you get used to the subway and it always shakes underground like you don't feel those things like it's a true story you just think oh the train's going by even though we don't have underground trains so uh we could do an entire podcast on bread and various bread. Or earthquakes. Yes. Um, let's talk about Baron Corbin being interviewed backstage, be interrupted by Braun yes. Breaker. Oh my God. I can cry. This was so good. Glenn. And Braun Breaker proclaims that the wolf dogs are going to win the dusty. Cup. What did you call us? What did you just call us? Yes, the wolf <laughs> dogs, which he thought of in the shower, which made Baron Corbin very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. So good. The thing of it is that like Baron Corbin is really coming off as himself here because I'm the kind of person that will be like, why are you thinking about me on the shower? Like, that is something that I would say in a conversation. He came off legitimate, and I like seeing Ron kind of like like the idea that they're attacking, but he would like he comes out and he's like, oh no, I'm the one who got us the win, you know? And the, the, yeah. the, the, the backstage interview was great here, which was like, I'm supposed to be unbiased, but you're both a-holes. 
The Wolf Dogs, we need a shirt immediately. Yes. I need merch. I need everything. I want them to win the Dusty Cup Classic. Yeah, I think they're going to win. Uh, and let me tell you, this is the best Braun Breaker has ever been out of the ring. Yeah. The best character work he's ever done. Baron has always been great. Uh, Baron Corbin is an underrated comedic actor. Goat. Yeah, he's phenomenal. And this segment was so good. Just the awkwardness between them. And and you know that I've kind of been always like, meh, on Braun Breaker. Like now I'm like, no, I love this pairing. This I like him, but I like him because of Baron. Yeah. But I really enjoy him tonight. And that is just, you've been doing this podcast with me for the entire yeah. Braun Breaker era. Those are just not words that I say. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Baron Corbin fan. I always admitted it. In this household, we stand Baron Corbin. Yes. So um, I oh, really, really love what he's bringing out in Braun here. And this is MDB999 and Alicia A are saying this is why Los Lobos Locos had to go to the main roster. We can't have this many can't wolves. We can't have two wolves. Like, no. this, is, this are pack animals that will go at it. So yes. now we have our new wolves. Like, it's going to be the great. Wolf dogs. These are the, the Los Lobos Perros. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god what was the other name that he said the the wild what the wild horse or something like that <laughs> oh the wild boars <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i'm sorry it's the wolf dogs wolf he's dogs. saying the wolf dogs wolf dogs forever but shout out to them for making it work because you know what what really has worked here is like from the second that baron approached ron while you look at it and you go, this feels random, but it works. Like, it doesn't even so feel random. Good. It just works. It's been so good. I wonder who came up with it because I would have not in my brain put these two together. But now I just absolutely love it. And I hope it's something that continues. Yeah, it reminds me, like, it's not the same, but kind of like the American Alpha vibes when Jordan and Gable got together right. back in 2015. Yeah. Right. Similar. Right. Um, like the, their awkwardness together just makes it super charming. And if this, I'm, oh no, I can't say what I was going to say because then Glenn uh -oh. would yell at me. No, no, no. Because I yelled at you for selling out. But I was going to say, what if this is what gets Baron Corbin finally a championship? Even if it's a tag championship. Ooh, yeah, no, we can't. But then he has to win in front of the Angelos and I don't know that I can get behind that, you know? Yeah. Maybe, oh, maybe they're going to get called up. Mania week. We didn't see scripts and the boys. Scripts is behind the scenes making me Los Lobos Calles. <laughs> Los Lobos Barrio. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, then we had Chase U out there versus the LWO. Chase U losing. With Zelina Vega. Yeah, Zelina. Good to see Zelina. I love that her reaction in NXT. She came home. She came home. Yes. Um, we didn't see what JC Jane's working on still. Yeah, NXT Anonymous. If you're going to be a creep, be a good creep. Because I couldn't understand what was going on there. But she made a friend after that I think she was asking out. Yeah, but um, this match was great. Um, I actually didn't know which way it was going to go. But I'm glad to see LWO continue because I think LWO, I think they're going, are they going against who are they going against? Is it Brown and, and, and Baron or the Wolf Dogs? Or are they going against Mellow and Trick? Oh, they're uh, Mellow and Trick. They're Mellow yeah. and Trick. So they're losing I think that's going to be a banger. But it's going to be a banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm curious what JC is up to. We're going to find out soon enough. 
We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I hope Andre Chase didn't bet on this match, thinking that this was going to make it all back. We need to take all capabilities of him to gamble or be involved in money. <gasps> what? How much do you think he owes JBL? <laughs> Does he pay JBL the rent for the college? Yeah, that's sure. why JBL is out there trying to find And, his money. Uh, Andre Chase is probably sleeping on the the Chase U couch right now. Can't afford rent on that JBL condo. Um, so uh, LW won. This was a really good match, though. Really, yeah, really enjoyable. I love seeing. I wish they would present LWO in the main roster the way they're presenting NXT. Yeah. Um. Then we had Dijak versus Trey Bearhill, and Joe Casey was on commentary with the old with the old jacket the wwf commentary jacket and that was so good <laughs> before we get into what i really want to talk about but when he got up i think i heard uh not booker t somebody said oh no our broadcast partner has slept the desk and i was like he's not your broadcast partner he popped me but um can we talk about why that's that man came out screaming like that sure why i don't know He sounded like Sting, Glenn. Um, so during this Did match... Did you? You know what? Talk about that entrance. I was in tears laughing. Uh, I don't know why I found it so entertaining. Maybe it was the scream. I don't know. I want to walk into every room tomorrow screaming like that. Okay, so Dijak beat Bear Hill in this match, and then Joe Gacy... Uh, or Joe Gacy was getting in uh, Dijak's ahead of this but then gacy hit him after and then lexus king came out of there and attacked bear hill this felt very aw-ish with everybody like attacking everybody yeah but the lights didn't go off first the lights did go off didn't they did they i don't think i saw the show the lights did go off i can't remember for what it was but yeah i mean as soon as joe gacy was sitting out there we knew he had some other intentions right oh yeah absolutely okay But I respected the old school commentary and like that um, best. I didn't hear him. I, I couldn't hear what he was saying, honestly. Um. So before this match, though, we got to see some people we haven't seen for. Uh, How happy were now. you? A very happy Von Wagner and Robert Stone have figured out joint custody for Von Wagner's kids. No, they yeah. haven't. I wish they have. But I'm in my head. That's what happened. Uh, <laughs> and they were backstage and they got into it uh, over the Heritage Cup. With Von Wagner was me trying to figure out the rules of these yes. matches every time that they try to explain them. I respect that. Like he really felt like a lot of the viewers going, "Wait, what? What? How yes. do you win a match?" He was so funny. <laughs> Noam Dar and Oromensa tried to explain it, and uh, yeah, but they left everybody the same. But Von Wagner was very relatable here. It was funny. So I gotta beat you twice. Six yeah. pounds. It was so funny. <laughs> This was good. So their Heritage Cup match, I'm sure, is going to be a lot of fun. Were you I happy want... to see Von Wagner? Yes. I wonder. I hope the kids are ringside next week. Do you think the spaghetti making got better? Like, do you think they're eating better now? Maybe they should get that pizza oven. Maybe they should get a spaghetti maker. Is there such thing? There, there are such. Th they're pasta makers. You can make all sorts of pasta. And what's funny about it, Isa, is the pasta maker. You put the dough in, but then you have shapes like the Play-Doh factory. Like you put in different shapes for different types of pasta. I'm not trying to do all that. I just buy it done and like put it in the water. Like fresh, pa fresh pasta is very good. Sure, it sounds very heavy on the tummy. I mean, it's pasta. 
Do you ever, okay, let me ask you this. Have you done any pasta alternatives? No. You never did the zucchini noodles or... Yeah, no. That's They're not okay. real. Uh, I've had edamame noodles. That's actually like pasta. It's ed- pasta made from edamame flour. That's decent. That's like buying a fake Louis Vuitton purse after you own a real one. Okay, I'm going to tell you the, the sad thing that I've had twice in the last week. Oh, God. No uh, we had this recipe for cabbage steaks where it's like you cut up the cabbage and you season it and you bake it. And then we were eating it and the way it comes apart, it was like fettuccine. It was like thick noodles, but it was pieces of cabbage. So now we've made that and we've put uh, like a cream sauce on it. And we just eat that like pasta. It's actually decent. I like fettuccine. I only like spaghetti with like meat sauce and maybe meatballs if I'm feeling... Saucy. Or lasagna. That's it. That's the only pizza. Lasagna's good. I'm sorry, pasta I'll eat. Hmm, Interesting. So wait, so uh, but regular spaghetti or angel hair or? The thin one. Mm, Got it. I like uh, farfalle. It's my favorite of the pasta. It's a little bow ties. Why are you speaking in tongues? Sometimes I also like the little wagon wheels. I can't eat pasta. It's like my worst enemy for because of my stomach condition. So it's very rare. Like when I do it, I am committing to knowing that I'm going to be very sick the next day. So I go all in. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat. But I have like pasta is my favorite. And I have cut down on that a lot. Like even with my pizza, I can only have like thin crust because yeah. the dough, like those kind of things like because I have sorry to go into detail but my stomach processing mm-hmm. is delayed so it doesn't process the food so if I eat something that heavy it's never going to process it's just going to sit there yeah so that's why I found like even when I do the angel hair it's kind of rough but yeah pasta is not my friend right now thin crust um, pizza I can do and you know what I do and everybody makes fun of me I just peel the cheese off and the dough just sits there but now my friends know me. They know what I go through, so they don't even question me. They're like, if somebody new is sitting with us, they'll be like, just, just let her be. <laughs> why, why don't you just order one of those pizza bowls? I, like, I don't think they taste the same. Because <laughs> it has to be cooked on the crust, then you don't eat Right, it's not the same. Like, you, those okay. pizza bowls are made that way, and I, to me, it doesn't have the same flavor as peeling that cheese off a pizza. Interesting. But I have made it into a pizza bowl between us. Now we're giving too many details to the people watching. But I have peeled the sheep, put a bowl, and ate it that way. I've got anyway, uh, waste of a pizza, but that's just how I can eat it, and I'm gonna stick to that. Uh, for the low carb effect, I've gotten the pomini, the hearts of palm, like slices, mm-hmm. like lasagna. I make lasagna like that, and it's oh, is it? it's pretty good. It you it's a little briny, so it tastes kind of like it's got olives on it. Right, I don't like um, olives. But if you uh, soak the slices in milk, or in my case, cashew milk at a time, it gets rid of the briny flavor, which is nice. Hmm, but the texture is good. You know, so when you're I just kind of. Vegas, making... I'm gonna, yeah. You're going to cook for me. We go to Tarantino's, which is an all vegan Italian place. Oh, okay. They have a zucchini roll ups that actually are pretty. I was pretty impressed. I never had zucchini in my life. Uh, well, they, I mean, they do it like pasta. They do it like. Um, right. can't, like, uh, whatchamacallit, like, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Manicotti. I love that this whole conversation started because of Von yeah. Wagner. And well, because we're thinking about Von Wagner and those kids, man. Those pizza. That, that, no, it was spaghetti. The, I think yeah. I need to order a pizza. I cannot get the word pizza out of my mouth. I Armando understand. says, you need your own food channel. Oh, the my God. Boy. I think about that all the time. But I watch a lot of food YouTube. Um, I don't at all. <laughs> I know what's funny is being vegan. I'll watch vegan channels and non-vegan channels because I just want to know about techniques or... Right. I watched this in-depth vid- video about all the different methods of deep frying, and it was fascinating. 
I love that. I watch the only food channel that I watch is the food theory. And it's because I watch like hmm. the game theories and the film theories and they, they put out some good content. The craziest channel, which is run by an insane person. And I say that in the most loving way possible is called the technology connections, the technology connection sub. And I watched his thing about the sensor reheat button on your microwave. Yeah. Just him for an hour explaining that, and it changed my life. And then there's one about the dishwasher, about why you shouldn't use pods and you should use soap instead. Like that changed the way that we do our dishes. Yeah. But that I dude know exactly is what channel you're talking yeah, about. That dude is nuts. Absolutely. But I love him. <laughs> like that was an I have instant so many, like, I watch so many random YouTubers, like with so much random info, but some of the technology ones and some of the ones that explain those kind of things are some of my favorites. Yeah, sensor reheat button is where it's at, people. It's on your microwave. Use it to reheat stuff. Yeah. It figures it out for you. Uh, okay, so then we had <laughs> JBL uh, backstage with Josh for Briggs. No reason. Josh Briggs was asking him for advice. JBL was telling him he'd get a much nicer condo if he just pays him a little bit more. No. Um, <laughs> why was JBL <laughs> there? Why is he there? Remember when they were doing like, oh, legends pick their favorites and JBL pops up and I'm like, JBL looks like he was reading off the <laughs> monitor. Um, and he still probably didn't say the right thing. Yeah. Uh, JBL was there. It was fine. Yeah. Um. So Kiana James and Izzy Dame came out for the number one contender women's battle royal. I thought she was going to win. I was so convinced. You know something? I didn't even realize Roxanne was in the match until like halfway through it. Really? Well, yeah. Uh, I, and, I thought she was going to an entrance. And then backstage, we saw Adriana Rizzo with Tony D and Stax getting her pep talk. It was a great pep talk. I love them. She's so good, too. I really She's like fun. her. And they're cashing in and calling her Riz now. Like they're, you know, capitalizing. Yeah. Um, so this match was interesting. Like we said, no JC Jane, no Nikita Lyons. Uh, the woman that uh was in the unfortunate incident with Cora Jade, Ren Sinclair, got a spot tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that was her NXT debut. She may have been on level up, but Stevie was back. Yeah, Stevie Turner was there. Yeah, and uh we, oh, but wait, we didn't talk about this. I loved, 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 loved the backstage segment they had in the women's locker room with Ariana Grace giving that pep talk and Stevie Yeah, Turner and everybody left her alone. <laughs> like, Ariana Grace is so good. She is, like, low-key becoming one of the best things about NXT. I really like her. I'm, like, watching her do that part. I was like, her charisma. And, of course, we all know who her dad is, but... My God, the, the, the talent runs in that family. Yeah, I just love her charisma. She made, she cracks me up, and the Miss NXT gimmick is pretty genius. It's brilliant. Um, so this is good tonight. So you know, we could talk about Jakar Jackson got eliminated. I was surprised by that. Uh, Adriana Rizzo and Jada Parker, Stevie Turner got eliminated fourth. Still never pinned though on NXT television. What a legend! Yes. Uh, Brinley Reese. Oh, Brinley Reese backstage. Her fitness influencer positivity gimmick. Love that. Yeah. That also, like, of the newer things we've seen, like mm-hmm. she that that could, gimmick work is and money. go a long way. Mm-hmm. Although I wanted to have a multi-level marketing component. So bad. it has to. You know yeah. what? 
She's the one who sold Kiana James that purse she comes out with. That's a, that's an MLM purse, and they're like, oh, if you if you reach this level, we'll personalize it and put your name on it because he has her initials on it. So she can sell the bags. There's an MLM yes. for bags. I can't remember the name. Oh my god, I'm a huge anti MLM YouTuber. Anyway, yes. anyway, um, anyway, but she can sell Kiana James a bag because I said on my stream today, Glenn. I swear to you, I said, why is she walking out with that MLM looking back? So Electra Lopez and Lola Vice getting into it. Yeah, man. Like the, the dream is over that man. Because like Lola eliminated Electra. Yeah. So Electra waited for her ass to get eliminated and beat her up. I think they'll make up. I think that's how Yeah, we, I hope so. I like them things. together. You know, like we Latinas. We're we're kinda like crazy, but then we'll we'll be okay. Gigi Dolan uh got eliminated. That was I, I hope Gigi's getting a call up soon. Like, I just feel like they don't know what to do with her right now. Um, Thea Hale, though, Thea Hale, she like, great. great in this match. Mm -hmm. A lot she of energy. Was, like, okay, how mad were you that they gave Kalani a coffee spot and it all happened during commercial? I know, I know. It was weird. So Kalani ended up on the announce table and then she got back in without touching the ground. That made me so mad. Like, what's the point of having her do that spot and then completely miss it on live TV? I know. I know. But it, she looked great in this match. Like, it, when it came down to the final four, I was like, any of these women could win and I will be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, Tatum Paxley got eliminated. Blair Davenport, Carmen Petrovic, and Ariana Grace. Blair and Davenport the, uh... killed a woman tonight. And then put her back in the ring dead. And then Ariana Grace eliminates her and starts taking credit for an elimination on somebody that was completely passed out. These Again, are the perfect. little things. Perfect. It's the little things that make me love NXT. <laughs> yes. Izzy Dame. Then Lash Legend. That surprised me the so most. Good. She's so good. I, I thought really, Lash was going to be in the final Lash four. Uh, I know, then, but she's going to me so much. And then before it went to the final four, Ren Sinclair. Ren Sinclair made this a long time for like this her debut mm -hmm. NXT match. Right. She got a couple of spots, too. Yeah. Uh, final four were Kiana James, Connie Jordan, Roxanne Perez, and Fallon Henley. Roxanne was just very low-key until they got down to the final four. She wasn't doing anything. She wasn't getting any big spots during the Battle Royal. You know what, though? I'll say this, and this is why, I mean, like, with Roxanne, I think her championship run was too soon, and I think that hurt her in a weird way. But like Tiffany? Yes, uh, but when you saw Roxanne in the final four, it was a good reminder that she's one of the most polished wrestlers I know, on that next year. So roster. good. So and fluid. I love that as soon as she won the match, the first thing that the announcers reminding you of is she was never pinned mm -hmm. uh to lose her title, you know. So I, I love that they're already presenting her as a big deal for uh Lyra Valkyrie. Well, yeah. And the crowd was great, very supportive during this. Justified this is awesome chance. Justify this is awesome, Chan. Watch NXT on the USA Network right now. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of great spots. I really enjoyed this match. Worth the overrun. Uh, Roxanne winning. I think. Um, look, Roxanne and uh, Lyra Valkyrie are going to have an amazing match. Eventually, they're going to kill it. They're going to kill it. It's going to be fun. I actually don't know which way you'll go. Yeah. And you still have Lola Vice with her contract. Yeah, and uh, who knows what the Tatum Paxley factor is going to mm -hmm. be in all of this. You know, I really thought it was going to be Fallon Henley, but when I said 
uh, I'm sorry, Kiana James. But when I say Kiana James, I had not noticed that Roxanne was in the match yet. But they gave her that solo entrance. She came out first. I was like, hmm, she seems to be getting a push. You know what I mean? I was like, if they want just somebody like for for Lyra, I think Kiana James would do great. She's really growing on me. Her, I was thinking about the developmental factor of NXT, and I remember her, Kiana. There were characters that I was like, I'm not sure I care about them. And throughout the last few months, they have developed, and I really like them and care. It's great to see what a real developmental brand can do for a character. Um, This was super entertaining tonight. I could have watched this episode could have gone another hour. Um, I was having such a good time, not only with that final match, but all the segments that we saw tonight. Um, we with have the exception some great of matches. Yeah, exactly. And I, I didn't like Dijak and Baird Hill, but um, everything else I thought was excellent. I liked Alexis King yelling at Trey Farrell. <laughs> you took this from me. You cost me my breakout win. He was- is so good at being like the bad guy. Like he's so good at he makes you want to hate him, and I like yeah. that. He gets it. He's good at his job. He knows that he's he's portrayed this douchey person that you're just not supposed to like and he knows it you know what I mean? like you see his face and you go like oh god but i give him props for being good at his job he was never this interesting before not trying to throw dicks but he was never this interesting no he wasn't interesting in aw at all but mm-hmm. now it's like and i mean this in the most loving way possible he's like uh he's like the human equivalent of sour patch kids chewing tobacco <laughs> i love that yeah, it's like they, you know, they want to appeal to the to the to the nostalgia, so that they made chewing tobacco sour patch kid flavor. Um, like that's Lexus King. Like yeah. it's just he's just obnoxious and like trashy. And... Oh, we forgot to talk about the segment backstage later on with Melo and Trick, where Trick told him he'll just wrestle twice. On oh, the I thought we did talk about that. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I don't think we did. It's been so much. Sorry, so I much know. has happened. It was such a good show, but anyways, um. I don't know that. Tri- I don't know that Melo liked hearing Trick say that he will become the first person to have the tag teams and the world championship. It's coming. The implosion of this team is coming, and it's gonna hurt in my heart, Glenn. Yes, it's gonna be good though. It's gonna be good. I'm excited. Dream realm in the in the chat. That the the Wolf Dogs was the best segment. I understand. Yeah, that. Wolf Dogs was good. Uh, so that's NXT. Fun I'm gonna show. go take my mind off things but i don't order pizza because i'm like 10 days without doing uh bad food you so. have pizza no. no i'm not having pizza no because i'm like 10 days oh. 10 days on this uh this I kick i mean don't do that no you don't have having every morning isa i get that that bible bread that ezekiel bread that sprouted grains with the low sodium like i have one slice of that in the morning that's my bread okay. and that's i have it with avocado and some pickled red onion on it wow a little Sounds gross. black, a uh, little uh, hemp seed and black cumin seed. I don't like any of the ingredients you just mentioned. So your breakfast. Wait, you don't like pickled red onions? No, oh, that's good. No, pickled. I don't red. like pickled or onions. I like red dresses or red bottom shoes. Those are great. <laughs> red bottom shoes. <laughs> On the bottom, because people—that's where everyone sees. <laughs> Anyhow, okay. That was NXT for tonight. Thank you for tuning in. Issa's at NYC Diva Diva. That's Diva with the one. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. Yes, baby ice. Former WWE superstar Ezekiel makes his own bread. That made me laugh. Because that's what I thought about in my brain when you said it. 
<laughs> Thank oh you. Really and you know how I be- you know how I knew that I'd become like a grown up is that I have the whole loaf of bread and I'm like, well, I'm not going to eat this before it goes bad. So when I get it, I break it up into smaller bags and put the rest in the freezer. You know, and then t- take out like a small portion every couple days. I I I guess I'm a food waster because I I have thrown out bread because I tell you I buy it fresh so like yeah, so, yeah. If, if it's like a little arm I'm like no I'll go get another one and it's so cheap here like it's great it's bread okay uh, thanks everyone tune in tomorrow night for AEW coverage we'll be back Friday for SmackDown have a great week everyone we'll catch you back next time on the Wrestling Inc podcast Take bye. Care.